Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. You know, I uh, it's been a day. It's it, it has been a day, both for me personally, and for us as a nation, as a society. There's a there, you know, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening today, and um, you know, before I get into just kind of some thoughts for the day. Um, I want to say thank you. You know, I, I really do. I genuinely love and appreciate you guys that listen to the show consistently. Those of you that reach out to me on Instagram or any other platform just to give me your thoughts, your feedback. Um, and then especially those of you that share the show. You know, those of you that share the show to your Instagram story, or even if you don't share it on your Instagram story, but you're at work or at a friend's house or wherever, and you and you tell a friend or a coworker or an acquaintance, hey man, I think you might like this guy's show. Man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys. You guys are freaking awesome. You're amazing. Um, as I've said before, man, I, I don't get anything out of doing the show. I, I simply, you know, I do the show because it feels, you know, it feels like it's in line with, um, with my own personal mission in life. Um, and at bare minimum, you know, at bare minimum, all I hope to accomplish with the show um, is I want to I wanna create a space where, where it's okay to have a dialogue, you know, with people who maybe you disagree with. Um, I want to create a space where we can talk about some of these these topics, some of these issues that either people are running from, you know, it's it just, man, it's so sad. It's so sad. In society today, we seem to be incapable of having civil, constructive conversations about certain topics. And you guys know what those topics are. But on this show, we're going to talk about those things. And oftentimes, you know, it's going to be a 50-50 chance because I'm a guy that I can really, I, I get along with just about every group of people, like for real. I get along with just about everybody. And so there are certain, <laughs> there are certain topics um, where I'm going to fit right in with like, let's say politically the right side. But then there's other topics, like the topic that I'm going to touch on today, where unfortunately, you know, just just because of my position, I mean, not unfortunately, but, you know, it just is what it is, um, where I'm going to be lumped in with people on the, on the left side of the aisle. And then socially and fiscally and guys, I'm all over the place because, you know, I've never, ever, 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 ever let myself be labeled or, or grouped in with any one group of people because it's just, it's just not how I am. You know, when I was in high school, actually, and this is just, you know, kind of, it, it's so funny thinking about this in this moment because now as an adult, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. But when I was in high school, um, I was really good at sports. You know, I was really good at sports. Matt and I were really popular. I mean, arguably, you know, two of the most popular kids in our school district, um, not just because of, of sports. We were you know, whatever. We had a couple other things going for us in in that um, in that department, but uh, but we were really popular, and 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 I almost had an aversion to like being one of the popular kids. Like I didn't want to be a jock. I didn't want to be like you know all the football and basketball players. You know, I, I dude, I I really did. I almost avoided that crowd, and I'd I'd like skip class and hang out hang out like in the art room. You know, I'd hang out in the art room, and I think if your school was anything like my school, okay, all the the like, 
you know, I don't want to use the term the weird kids, right? But like all the kids that were in a different group than like the popular group, they were like the artsy kids, you know, they did like drama and they, and they, and they were artists and, you know, all that stuff, the musicians. Um, but I'd skip class and, you know, meander my way over to the art room. And, and that's where I would be. You know, I, I had friends um, in almost every social group. And, and it was just unusual for a high school kid, um, especially one that was popular and that was good at sports, um, to, to really, you know, to mingle with those crowds. Um, but that was me. You know, that was me. And now as an adult... I, very, I, I like to think anyway that I'm very much the same way. You know, I, I don't fit into any one group or camp, whether we're talking politically, socially, um, you know, or, or, you know, really in any category. Um, I, I'd like to think that I, you know, that I can walk, walk into any room and make friends. And that's just how I like it. You know, that's how I like it. But, um, but anyway, you know, and, and also, so I did a question box on my Instagram story today. And I don't want to leave anybody hanging because I did say, hey, nothing's off limit. Nothing's off limits. Go ahead and ask what you want to ask. And so I do want to just uh, address a few things because I didn't get a chance to answer them all. Or at least it's not really like I didn't get a chance. I just I just didn't, you know. So, oh, what do we got? So somebody did ask me, hey, political affiliation. And the truth is, guys, I, I don't... I mean, I mentioned this on the, on a previous podcast, but guys, I'm a, I'm a convicted felon. Like, I'm a convicted felon. I cannot, there's two things I cannot legally do, um, at least not for another six years or so, um, but I cannot vote and I, and, I, and I cannot own a gun legally, all right? So, um, so one, I mean, I technically am, am not politically affiliated at all, because I don't have the right to vote. Um, but even if I did have the right to vote, I, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't just, I don't know, I, I just, I have a hard time saying that I would just outright associate with any one particular party. I think that that's one of, that's one of many, but one of the major problems um, with sort of our, our political activity in this country is that people will at one point during their life say, I'm a Democrat. And then with every election that comes around, it doesn't really matter. They don't look much further than the political affiliation. So they say, okay, this person's running for the Democrat party and I'm gonna vote for them because I'm a Democrat. And, and like attaching your identity to a label or a group like that is, is very, 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 it's not dangerous, but it's just, man, it's so limiting in life. You know, it, it really is. It's so limiting for you to identify with a certain label, okay? When you say, I am, you know, I am this, right? Um, it, it really is dangerous to do that. It's counterproductive. It's, it's very limiting. So I try not to do that very much. Um, now, with respect to politics in general, I'd like to think, and I stole this from... A guy that you you guys know, I love him. You know, he's probably there's two people in my in my life in my entire lifetime that I can say like, man, you know, I almost idolize. You know, like I look up to in a very very big way. I've learned a lot from. One of them is Kobe Bryant. The second one is Andy Frisella. All right, and um, 
And so I stole this from him, but he likes to describe himself as, hey, I'm fiscally conservative and I'm socially liberal. All right. And I'd like to think that I'm, 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 I'm in that camp as well. My father's in that camp. Um, so anyway, that, that's my political, my, my thoughts on that question anyway. Um, and then another guy, he asked thoughts, experience on natural drugs like weed, mushrooms, uh, etc., for healing slash discovery. First of all, I really like, I re and that's just, that's probably the only one that I, that's really juicy. It's a good question that a lot of people were probably wondering. I've been asked it before. I've never answered it. Um, but that's one of those, um, first of all, I really like how you put for healing slash discovery. First of all, those two words are very, very vague here, healing and discovery. <laughs> I have used, um, both of those natural quote unquote, natural drugs, uh, for both healing and discovery, uh, several times before in my life. Um, if you've never heard me talk about it before, um, what I actually went to prison for was I was arrested with an assortment, we'll, we'll just describe it that way, but I was arrested with an assortment of psychedelic drugs, okay? Um, yes, you know, I used to distribute um, said psychedelic drugs. I also used to use said psychedelic drugs. Um, and I think it's important here, at least it's important to me. Uh, it may not be important to you. You might be one of the people that's out there that's like my mom. Okay, my mom, for example, is very, very black and white on this topic. Um, weed is a drug. Cocaine is a drug. Heroin is a drug. Fentanyl is a drug. Mushrooms is a drug. LSD is a drug. To my mom, they are all drugs. It doesn't matter if you're talking about weed or fentanyl or heroin or anything, okay? Um, and that's, to be honest, that was actually, that, that right there, that uh, trait of my mother's is actually the reason why, um, you know, I, I left my house when I was 16 years old. So I, I've been living on my own since I was 16. And it's because when I was 16, I was smoking weed. And my mom, to my mom, like, hey, that's a drug. Like, that's a drug. You're a drug addict. You're doing this, blah, 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 blah. And we, and I remember one day we had a huge knockdown, drag out fight about me smoking weed. And um, and my mom was like, you know, it's my house, my rules. If you're not going to, you know, live by our rules and you can, you know, whatever. If you want to make your own rules, you have to get your own house. And it was like one of those things, the heat of the moment. And me being a dumbass, arrogant, 16-year-old kid, I was like, fine, fuck it. You know, and I went upstairs. You don't want me here? I'll leave. And I packed a bag and I just left and I never went back. So that is actually how I ended up leaving my parents' house. But anyway, so you might be one of those people that's like my mom who you're just like, hey, Mark. Drug is a drug. You're wrong. You were selling drugs and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and if you are, cool. I respect that perspective. Okay. So, but it is important to me to articulate sort of my mindset because to be honest, my mindset to this day is not all of that different. All right. It's not exactly the same. I still don't, I don't feel the same, but I feel similarly. Okay. And so to me, um, there's a big difference between like drugs, drugs that like, you know, that, that do really bad things to society, um, like fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, crack, like these drugs, uh, methamphetamines. I mean, I could, I could go on. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? These really, really bad drugs that destroy lives, community, they destroy whole communities. Okay. Um, I think there's a big difference between that 
category of drug and psychedelics that people use for, as this person phrased it, healing slash discovery. And, and even if they don't use them for that, even if they just use them for recreation, um, I still think there is a big difference in those two categories of, of, of substances. And I never, never in my entire life, and I never would, I've never dabbled in, sold, uh, used, or anything, any of those drugs that are in the former category. So all of those hard street drugs that you hear about, that people die, they overdose, you know, even prescriptions. Um, to this day, I'm, I'm very, very adamantly opposed to all of those things. I, I, I don't play with them. I've never used them. I don't dab. I, I never even experimented. Nothing. Nothing. Um, in fact, you know, I, again, I don't know if you how much you, how many of you guys know this, but I talk about my older brother a lot. Uh, my older brother Travis, he died. Uh, he died when he was 24 years old, and it was of an opiate overdose. Um, and so that's part of what's at the root of my aversion to that. But also, like my, I was born to drug addicted parents. Um, my my mom and my dad were addicted to cocaine and alcohol. So like, just I've I've just always been adamantly opposed. You know, strong aversion to those things. Um, and so me back then, my like 16, 17, 18, 19 year old mind um, have also been um, a very, very, not, not only like spiritually adventurous, but also um, my favorite subject to like just recreationally explore is philosophy, psychology. Like I'm just, I'm very, very into um, psychological and mental exploration and so psychedelics do appeal to me they really they really do they did then they do now um and that's just you know that's kind of answering this guy's question how do i feel about that i mean ayahuasca peyote there's all kinds of like old spiritual traditions native Amer native american uh traditions using substances like that mushrooms um even like if you look into guys like uh timothy leary and um you know, even like Jerry Garcia, like I have a Grateful Dead bear tattooed on my arm. You know, those guys experimented a lot with LSD, um, Ken Kesey. So like I, I'm, I'm into that. I, I don't want to say I'm into that as if it's a present tense things, but I'm, I'm not an I'm not I'm not opposed. In fact, I have said on occasion and I still stand by it. OK, this is the last thing I'll say about it. But like of all of those drugs, those that in that category, those psychedelic drugs, I'm a huge fan of LSD. In fact, I think that I credit, you know, I do. I, I partly credit the way that I live and the way that I think and um, the way that I operate to uh, my former use of LSD. Like when I was, before I went to prison, that was my drug of choice. It was LSD, I, I mean, for real. Um, it's not like something LSD, you don't really get addicted to it. You can't you can't do it every day. If you've ever done it before, then you kind of, maybe you know what I'm talking about, but you can't, okay? You just, you just literally can't. I mean, your body will stop responding to it. So like, for example, if I took one serving of LSD today and then tomorrow I tried to take one serving of LSD again, it wouldn't do anything. Like it wouldn't do anything. That, that serving that I took tomorrow wouldn't, you have to wait, you have to wait you know, days, maybe like a, a whole week before you would get the same experience from that one serving that you did today. And so for that reason, like you don't often see people who are like addicted to LSD because you just, you don't use it like that. You also don't go through withdrawal. It's something that sends you on a, a journey. And 
you know, that phrase that everybody has seen or heard at least one time, you know, maybe just in music or art, but it's open up your mind, open your mind. Um, I actually believe that LSD does things, you know, that just open your eyes to like your own, like just to just human potential and, and, and open your eyes to just like the oneness of life and energy and the world and people like it, it, it really, you know, I, I don't know, I wouldn't be who I am today had I never used it. And so going back to what I've said before, and people around me know they've heard this, so I don't ever want to backtrack, and I'll stand on it too, is that I really do think it would benefit people if like everybody, every adult in the world got to do LSD once. <laughs> I really do. I said it, I don't care, it's out there. You know, it's just, uh, it, it really is. It's not something that I think I would advocate for people to use recreationally. I also, don't you dare, don't you dare go out there and be like, yeah, well, Mark said I should. Don't do that, okay? Don't put me in that position. Don't put that on me. But I have had overwhelmingly positive experiences with uh, psychedelics. Um, you know, I really have. And then, of course, I've, I've been, you know, I've been addicted to smoking weed before. Um, I've been addicted to some other, um, you know, just substances that, that you can get addicted to. And so for that reason, I don't talk about those. Um, I won't ever tell you guys what those ones are, uh, just because I don't, I don't need anybody going and trying anything, you know, on my behalf, but, but I am a big proponent of, you know, LSD. A lot of people prefer mushrooms for the same purpose. They use mushrooms for the same reason, um, just because in their minds, like, okay, this one is quote unquote natural. Um, but you're going to, I mean, it is natural, you know, it is natural, but um, either way, I think that those things can be potentially useful in a medical sense, like for mental health. Like nowadays, I think science is, is really getting into or opening up its, uh, they're opening up to the idea of microdosing with psilocybin, which is the active, you know, sort of ingredient in mushrooms. And I think people have been for a long time using microdosing with LSD for the same thing. So Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. One time, actually, fun fact, guys, Grace and I actually recorded like an hour-long podcast where I talked about sort of my experience and my position on psychedelic drugs because this is not the – I get asked this all the time, especially by people who know what I went to prison for. Like I was arrested, arrested with you know, MDMA, ketamine, LSD, hash oil, ecstasy, um, marijuana, and – I think that's it. Um, but I was arrested with a with an assortment, like I said, of of psychedelic drugs. And as soon as people hear that, they're like, "Okay, cool. Let me. This is a guy I can ask a question about this." So I do get this question often. This is the first time ever that I've actually talked about, you know, sort of my position on on those things. Um, and again, I just gotta stress, like, I'm not, dude. You know, obviously, this is like a this is a topic that is very, very difficult to talk on because you don't want people to take and run with what you say. Okay, guys, like that's the, that's the thing. Like I gotta, I've gotta trust that my audience, that you guys, my people, you guys are my people, right? I gotta trust that you guys can handle unfiltered thoughts from me responsibly, all right? Seriously, like it's just like last week when I was talking about, you know, really just following your heart and finding something that you're passionate about in life and, you know, and, and, and not wasting your life working at a job that you hate or, you know, wasting your time in, in any capacity. 
Um, I, I, the last thing I want is for everybody to go and quit their jobs and then be fucking homeless. Okay. So like, I, I gotta trust that my audience can, can take my unfiltered thoughts and, 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 and receive them and even take them and, and maybe potentially put them into practice. Right. But responsibly, okay. Responsibly at, at the core, at my core, I want to see people living their lives, you know? Like I wanna see you get the most out of your experience of life. For real, for real. And, and, and it's, it's chess, it's not checkers. You don't just get to YOLO and spur the moment impulsively make every single decision because of the things that you think about or talk or we talk about, right? Play chess, right? There may come a day though, there may come a day where you have an, ex an opportunity to safely, responsibly, take some LSD. And if that's the case, I'm just, just remember what I'm saying right now in that moment. Okay. <laughs> Don't go looking for it. Um, but all right. And then last but not least, there was a, there was a person too, who, uh, you know, she asked me how, how, how tall am I? And, or I don't even know if it was a, if it was a she, but somebody asked how tall I am. And it's so funny because, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I answered and I just basically said, you know, I'm very, I'm very tall compared to Grace. Uh, but in reality, I'm not very tall. In fact, this is something that for a long time I was self-conscious about, like for real. Like I, I not self-conscious, but I was so bitter and resentful that I wasn't taller. Because you guys got to understand, basketball was my first love. Basketball was my first love. Um, I, you know, and I was a good basketball player for real. And what kind of limited me, not really. Um, the story, actually the story of me quitting basketball and how I, how I left the sport of basketball is actually a story that I think that you guys would love. You guys would, it, you know, it's just a, it's a, it was a very, very pivotal moment in my life. Um, it was my sophomore year, um, in high school, but, but as a sophomore going into that season, I had stopped growing. Like I was, I was the height that I am now as like a freshman in high school and then I stopped growing. So my sophomore season, I come back, I didn't get any taller. And it looked like, hey, I was done growing. And that like completely defeated me at the time because I, I hoped to become a division one prospect and to go on and play basketball in college and who knows, maybe go play pro ball. But I wanted to be taller, like as a point guard, I wanted to be like six foot or six one or whatever. And uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm five eight, actually, like a like a like a firm solid five eight that's what i am okay like i'm not like five eight and a half i'm not five seven and a half i'm five eight and um and and when i shared that on my story somebody said you literally come off as like six two six three and i i just have to laugh because it's not the first time uh that i've gotten that you know it it, it really isn't and and it's a huge compliment i think energetically i'm just a little bit bigger <laughs> but uh but anyway thank you guys so the topic of the day, okay, the topic of the day, um, if you've been paying attention to the news, which I haven't, okay, Grace actually filled me in on all of this stuff um, after I was asked about it today. So uh, somebody on the question box, they asked me, am I pro-life or pro-choice, okay? Now, I didn't think anything of it. I just figured, okay, you guys like to ask me some tough questions and you know, hopefully you've been listening to the podcast so you know that I'm not afraid to have, you know, some tough conversations. 
Um, I'm also not afraid to stand on my own opinion or my own beliefs. And I'm also always open to being convinced otherwise. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know enough. I, I, that's, that's the truth. The real truth is the more I know about a topic, um, the firmer my beliefs become. Because I feel very well informed, I feel very certain on my position, and, and, and I feel good about the fact that it's the correct position. But when I just know a little bit about something, I'll still form an opinion just like anybody else. But I'm not super firm. I'm not going to dig my heels in because the truth is I don't know shit. I don't know anything. Um, so on the topic of abortion, I don't know that much. That's the, that's the truth. All I know is what I know from my own personal experience of life, all right, and and I know you know sort of the opinions that I've formed over the years, just based on other situations, external circumstances that I've observed. Um, and so the person anyway asked me, "Are you pro-life or pro-choice?" And I went into it, you know, kind of ignorantly, like ignorant of the fact that Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court today. And that this abortion is actually a very hot topic in America today. That's what I, I was ignorant of that. But I went into it and I said, you know what? This is a tough question for me because generally speaking, I am not pro-abortion. But that being said, um, I do think that there are certain circumstances within which it is understandable and acceptable for a woman to get an abortion, okay? That is my answer. That is my current position on the topic. Um, and, you know, I've had a number of really, really good conversations since I shared that on my story with, with people. And, and it's so cool, man. I love, like, that's why I said I love my people um, because you guys generally are capable of having some good conversations without getting too heated, even if you disagree with me. And, and I also included, it's worth noting that like, hey, if you feel differently than I do, I still love you. It's cool. It's cool, man. We're, we're cool. I'm one of those guys where we can, we can feel completely differently on something, um, even something that I care about a lot. But as long as you're a good person, a good dude, generally speaking, or a good woman, uh, we're still cool. So, so understand, you, we can talk about this. Um, but one of the most one of the most common pieces of feedback that I got was like, man, I really, really appreciate you for even being willing to talk about this publicly because most people with a public platform like yours, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't even answer this question. They would just ignore it. And, um, and I thought that that, you know, it stood out to me because I think that that's at the root of what, you know, it's a big problem. It's a big problem because it, it it actually is an indication that most of the people that are that we look up to and that we follow on social media or any other platform, most of those people are more concerned with showing up as the person that they think that you want them to show up as rather than showing up as themselves and setting a good example of what it looks like to respectfully take a stand or take a position on a given topic and open yourself up for discussion. And I think we need more of that. Maybe I only think that because that's what I do, but I really do think we need more of that. I think we need more people who are willing to show up authentically and honestly 
And, 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 and you know what, if, if people disagree or if people don't like it or if people don't like you because of the position that you take or because you feel um, a certain way about something, those people are not your people. They're not your people. Um, we should be able to agree to disagree. We should be able to have these conversations. And so one, I'm, I'm glad that I did that. But also for those of you that sent me that feedback, I really, really appreciate it. You know, I really do. Um, and you know, on the, on the topic, um, on the topic of abortion, you know, furthermore, kind of how I feel is, um, I think it's important to note that you can be, you can be anti-abortion. Well, you can be pro-choice without being pro-abortion. Okay. That is, I think a very, very, very important distinction to make. Um, and unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, I keep saying unfortunately, but it's not like I'm proud of, of being pro-choice. You know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it either. Um, but I'm, I'm not pro-abortion. You know, I, I really am not. I think it's, I think there's too much. Um, I think it's extremely irresponsible. Um, and, 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 and almost, you know, unacceptable. It's unacceptable with the tools that we have at our disposal, with you know other preventative measures um, that you can that you can use if you're not ready or in, intentionally trying to uh, conceive. Um, it's it's really irresponsible and, and unacceptable in my in my mind um, to you know to, to to get pregnant in that way. Really, it really is, and and that's why I say I'm 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 not pro-abortion because I think that, in generally speaking, that that we need to be more responsible about it. Um, but, you know, I certainly I I would never ever ever advocate for completely outlawing abortion across the board because you know there's people who, you know, I mean, who are victims of sex crimes, for example you know, that do end up pregnant. And it's like, man, man, you know, I, I, in that scenario, I feel for that child and that woman, you know, and, and, and there's no way, there's not a single fabric in my entire being that, that would deny that woman the opportunity to abort that child. Like, there's just not, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, you know, and again, same thing I said on IG today, I'll say it here. It's like, hey, man, if you feel differently than I do, I still love you. It's cool. But I think, I don't know, man. I, I, and so that's how I feel on this topic. Um, and I think it is a really big deal that Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court today. I really do. Um, I also don't think that the timing is coincidental. Um, you know, I, it, it, it's funny because, and, and who knows, you guys can verify this stuff. Understand, when I come on here, guys, I did not fact check most of the shit that I say, okay, most of the shit I say, I say it with conviction because I believe it to be true, um, but I don't know that much about Roe v. Wade or about abortion, so I guess I'll just lead with that, but it is a really big deal because what we saw, Grace and I, today is that immediately the state of Missouri, which is the state that we live in, uh, completely outlawed abortion. You cannot get an abortion in the state of Missouri. Um, under under any circumstances, which is um, which I think is 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 a little bit crossing the line. I, I really do. I think it's 
I think that it's a little bit cross the line. Um, and I, and I wouldn't advocate for that. So, so essentially, uh, with Roe v. Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court today and opening up the door for states like Missouri to make the decision that Missouri made today, I think it's a bad thing. I really do. Um, but, it, you know, it is what it is, and time will tell, and it'll, it'll all play out. I, I really do believe in general in life that everything always works out exactly as it's supposed to, you know, and we're going to figure this out one way or another. Um, I'm not too bent out of shape about it. I really am not. You know, I try not to let things like that, you know, get me bent out of shape. But um, but I do. You know, I think that we need to be. And, and, and the truth is, guys, we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. You've got to talk to your neighbors, to your friends, you know, kind of get a get a feel for where people are at and, and what people are thinking. And then um, if you are politically active, um, then do something about it. You know, I mean, that, that's that's really all there is to it. Um, live your life the best way you can, irrespective of the decisions that are made around you. Show up, um, you know, have some conviction with your beliefs, your thoughts. Um, be willing to stand on them, but open to hearing opposing positions. Like that's the, that's the best piece of advice that I can give you guys, you know. So um, other than that, though, I feel like there was one other thing that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to share with you guys today, but. I'm losing it, you know, but I'm losing it. So it's been a good day. It really has been. Guys, don't don't get don't get up in arms about this decision that was made today, man. You know, let it play out. Let it play out. Let it play out. Okay. Everything, everything's gonna be all right. All right. There's a there's of course there's you know, there's nothing nothing really is ever final. So love you guys. I appreciate you as always. And uh and I think maybe I'll uh, I think maybe I'll I'll tell a story on our next episode, maybe the story of, of how I walked away from basketball. I'm telling you guys, well, I mean, it's just a, it's a great depiction of kind of where I was at in my life at that time. And then now that I'm 10 years removed or more, right, I can, I can, in retrospect, I can sort of, you know, really just um, unpack that whole situation and sort of the ramifications that I had on my life for the years to follow. Um, and maybe even, you know, um, maybe even help somebody else right now that, that is struggling in the way that I was struggling in that time, navigate, navigate this time. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um, as always, if you like the show, if you enjoyed it, give me some feedback, share the show, whatever you can do. And, uh, and I'll talk to you next time.